What is up, Sports Training fam? Welcome back to episode 32 of the Sports Training Podcast. In this episode, I talk with 6'4 defensive tackle Marquise Brunson from Princess Anne High School in Virginia. I talk with Marquise about his top 11 schools, his thoughts on the virtual style of recruiting, and how his family has supported him throughout the way. Don't forget to subscribe and download the Sports Training Podcast and stay tuned for a great episode with Marquise. Enjoy. Hey, Marquise, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. You recently cut your list down to a top 11. How has your recruitment process been after releasing the top 11? Uh, it's, it's been good. Just been conversating with those same schools. Of course, everything with Corona, it changed recruiting a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, this is unforeseen with everything that's been going on. But I'm just happy that, I'm, that I've been able to cut down my list and I had my top schools in, in line. And cutting down your list, you're really getting closer to your commitment. Do you always see yourself going to a Division One school growing up? I don't know if I like really saw myself, but especially not until high school, I didn't see myself going Division One. But when I got that first offer, I'm like, okay, yeah, this can be like a reality right here. Mm-hmm. And what about other sports? Was was football always your main focus, or did you have another sport that you saw yourself going really far in? Actually, I I played both basketball and baseball. So, but at, when I got the first offer of football, I'm like, okay, I should probably put most of my time to football. I say it's about seventy percent football, about the other the other twenty percent, the other thirty percent between basketball and baseball. When you got your first offer, that that really made the switch in your brain that football was the right fit for you, and you could really go far someday in it. Let's get into your dream schools, favorite teams. Did you have a dream school growing up? To like, like to be honest, I never really had a dream like college growing up. So I, I moved to like between when I was like seven, eight. So I would, I wasn't really in one location long to yeah. really root for a dream college. I never really had one. What about dreaming the NFL? Of course, it's everybody's dream to go to the NFL. Do you have a favorite team in the NFL? Oh, yeah. I was originally from New York, so I'm a big Giants fan. Okay. <laughs> That's my team right there. Mm-hmm. Besides teams, do you try to model your game after any player in the NFL? Especially Aaron Donald. That's my that, that, that's why I model my game after completely. Like, everything, everything he is is what I want to be. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about teams and we've talked about players. Let's talk about your family. What kind of role have they had in your life? My family is big in my life. Like my family is like everything to me. They've always been supportive of me, both my mom, my dad, my two sisters, my grandfather, everybody. Like they're they're all behind me hundred percent in my dreams and goals and trying to get me there with everything they got. Seems like you have some supportive family and how have they really supported your athletic goals? Because you did say you played football, baseball, and basketball, which might have been pretty hard. Of course, it was tough on them a lot. A lot of times they take off work or they take off work to come see me play, take me to practice, spend money on equipment. So there's, there's not enough. There's not enough ways I can thank them for everything they did for me growing up to be able to get me to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And what are your family's athletic background? What what have they gone through in college? Did they play any sports? Oh, my dad actually played football in Maryland between the years like 84 and 89 he, he was same position as me d tackle mm-hmm. and tried out for the nfl and for canadian leagues 
Wow. And you cut down Maryland in your top 11. What, yep. Ha, has he been nudging you or has he, has he been trying to recruit you to go to Maryland at all? <laughs> no, he has, but Maryland's definitely been using it. Of course, it's a legacy. If my, my father went there and then I could be able to go there. The, Maryland's definitely, but my dad doesn't like push me anywhere. He says, whatever you, he's, wherever I go, he's going to support me hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So. And besides your parents, what, do you have any siblings? I have two older sisters, actually. Two older sisters. Many of these players seem to get a lot of their skills from their siblings. Uh, are you competitive with your siblings at all? Yeah, even though they couldn't compete with me in sports, they they, they definitely <laughs> like spark my competitive drive. They'd be competitive in everything, uh-huh. especially when I was younger. They would not let me win in anything, card games, board games. So I, I like to say that contributed to how... I play on the field, the spark and the fire I bring. Mm-hmm. Seems like you have a great family. And getting on to high school, you go to Princess Anne High School in Virginia playing defensive tackle. Do you have any records or achievements there? Uh, I got All-State this past season, actually for O-line, for offensive tackle. Wow. But I, but that, that that's really the only for real, I, I, I like tell myself I, I hold the weightlifting record, even though we don't have it technically like in the school because we don't have it as a sport. But I know I got that. What do you What are you lifting? Fifteen, and then for a deadlift, I put up uh, five eighty five. <laughs> That's crazy. How How come they haven't put it in? Was it over quarantine or how's that been working out? I, I broke the deadlift one over quarantine, but I actually did a bench inside the school weight room. Yeah. Okay. And playing at Princess Anne and breaking some lifting records, is there any coach there that has really helped you develop as a player and really grow your game? When I first got there, my D-line, my D-line coach, Coach Lewis, he had really, really molded me into the player I am. Really funny, outgoing guy. Can he 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 was the one type of people that could switch it on like can be that funny like joking type of uh-huh. but switch it like to the series so that really that really molded who I am. Uh huh. And what about players? Is is there a player you have the most fun playing with, or some might consider the dynamic duo of the team because you do play on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball? It'll be my guy, Tony Grimes, the DB. Yep. Without them, I can't get work done and be able to throw it inside the air in a second. So, so like, like I'm usually the quiet, like, like not talkative. I don't really talk trash like that on the field. D lineman, he's all talk, always loud. <laughs> so it makes for a good duo. Uh huh. And you, you are in the class of 2021. What do you want to achieve in your senior year at Princess Anne? Of course, the championship's always at the top of as a collective as a group. A championship's always at the top of my mind, but I just want to make all state for both offenses. I already did it and for defense this year. Winning state is a big goal and achievement. Do you have any idea if you'll be able to fulfill that goal and your season will continue due to this coronavirus situation? To be honest, the, the, from what I've heard, the pushing our season back to the spring, like so. I don't know if it's gonna be possible. I might have to start preparing for college early. Just, just like even though, even though I don't want to end here, I might have to call it quit on my high school yeah. career and just prepare for college this spring. I'm excited for you guys to get back out there. That's gonna be pretty fun to watch. And 
playing at Princess Anne, you are a very versatile player, being able to play on both the offensive side and the defensive side. Is there a part of your game which you consider the best? Definitely my quickness and my power. Like I feel like I have the best of both. Like Usually when you get a lineman, they all strength and no speed. They all speed no strength. I feel like I blend both of those to like the max, 100 speed and 100 strength. Mm-hmm. And like we said, you you played offense, you played the offensive side of the ball, and you made all state for playing offensive tackle. How has playing offense really helped you on the defensive side of the ball? It's definitely helped me because it gets you inside the mind of an offensive lineman. If you know what an offensive lineman is going to do before they do it, and you're the defensive lineman, it makes the game 100 percent easier. And I'm curious, have any colleges said we might put you at offensive tackle or are you strictly going to be at the defensive tackle position? I'm strictly going to be defensive tackle college. A couple of colleges joked about it like, hey, if a couple of, our, couple of off- offensive linemen get hurt, we may have to move you up. So we joked about it, but nah, I'm mainly going to be a D tackle at the end in college. Mm-hmm. Being a junior, senior in high school, this is really the time where you start to cut down your list of colleges and really make a commitment decision to a college. Your teammate, Tony Grimes, he committed to North Carolina. What was your reaction to his commitment? Funny story, I actually bet $20. I was, I was playing with the whole league, like, hey, man, we don't choose UNC, you're going to owe me 20 bucks. So I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm happy he's going to go where he's, of course, going to ball out. He's going to do what he does. I'm just happy for him. With you supporting Tony Grimes to go to North Carolina and with you cutting down your list to a top 11, how has your coaches and your teammates really supported you throughout your way getting closer to your commitment decision? They've been very supportive. Like, anytime a college coach asks for my coach's number, and my coach always has good things to say about me. And that's really helped me, of course, pick up offers and maintain these good relationships with these college coaches. So I did, I've been blessed to be able to have the coaches and the teammates, especially with Tony being so good. Of course, he brings in schools, which, of course, just gives everybody else on the team more luck. So I've been, I've been thankful to have the coaches and teammates that I've had. Mm-hmm. And – Earlier, you said when you got your first offer, you really made the switch that football was the right option for you, and I could really go far with this. When did you get your first offer, and what was your reaction to it? <laughs> I got my first offer freshman year, and I remember I remember it because I was just walking down the hallway, and my coach pulled me over to the side. There was just some random dude standing there, and it was from Bryant University up in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just like, very short, brief, hey, I'd like to thank you have an offer. I I think I kind of stood there in shock for a second. I didn't really believe what was happening. But once it hit me, I started running down the hallway, went to the cafeteria, told all my friends, ran back to the front, called my mom and everything, all smiling and happy. So it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely a joyous moment. And were you expecting that offer? I had no clue I was going to get that offer. I, like like I said, I was walking down the hallway. I was about to just go to lunch, so I had no clue I was going to get that offer. Definitely, and I feel like after the first one hits, really everyone starts to join the pack. When did the floodgates really open and all these offers started to roll in? Definitely after my sophomore year. I definitely put in a B sophomore year. And that's like like one after another, they started coming in. They, I, I remember one day I got three offers in one day. Oh. So it was definitely crazy after sophomore year. 
That's crazy. And look where you are now with all these offers, bringing your list down to a top 11, including JMU, NC State, Tennessee, Georgia Tech, Wisconsin, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Maryland, FIU, and UConn. What went into your top 11? Can you tell me a little bit about it? Uh, it's, it's just the relationship I have with the coaches. It has to be a good fit for me and my family. And it has to be somewhere I can see myself developing into the player that I want to be, especially the NFL and life after because football can't last you forever. So I need something. I need something worth my education, you know, somewhere I can a career out of something. Mm-hmm. And you said earlier, Maryland was really using your dad as a excuse for you to go there. Who is really recruiting you the hardest right now? Mm, I would say those 11 schools been recruited. That's why they're inside my top 11. Those 11 schools been recruited hard. We've been messaging, FaceTiming. They've been sending mail. So we, we, we're on a day-to-day contact every, every, every day. So how have you been in contact with them? Are you doing Zoom calls? Uh, in the beginning, they were, of course, Zoom virtual visits with campuses being shut down. But mostly it's just FaceTime calls and texts, just checking in. They tell me they tell me about their practices, how their day, how, how how that practice day went, blah blah blah, this and that. So, how many total offers did you get? Oh, I've, I've twenty two total offers. Wow, that that's very impressive, and obviously, getting twenty two offers, some people don't even get the chance to get one offer and really go to college. What advice would you give to someone trying to get an offer from a school? to get yourself out there as soon as possible. Make sure you make a Twitter. Go to these camps. Try to go to these college camps, these rivals, these underarmers. Just get get your name out there so people can start getting looks at you at a super young age. Now you said you were taking you said you were taking Zoom calls and FaceTime calls. What do you think about the Zoom style of recruiting and the really the virtual style of recruiting? Uh, it's really different, like, especially, like, of course, it's mandatory from now for with everything going on, but it's mm-hmm. really different because freshman, sophomore year, everything was in person. They'd come see you inside school, you'd sit down, you'd talk, all this and that. But now, I mean, it is a little better because now I can have my family with me. They could be they could be in on the Zoom call. We could all be in. They'd be showing us the campus, talking to my mom, to my dad. So even though it has some like uh, draw, drawbacks, it has, it has some benefits better than in-person recruiting. Mm-hmm. So you get to be with your family, with your recruiting, and they really get to support you through this time. How have you really handled recruiting during this pandemic? Because you said it was kind of stressful. I, I knew going into it, I didn't want to rush anything. I didn't want this corona to speed up my process because ultimately – I'm at. I'm gonna have to live with this the decision I choose. So I didn't want that decision to be rushed or hasteful in any way. So I knew I was gonna go on my own timeline. So I just took it like that. Just, just be yourself. Don't let any any exterior forces decide how you're gonna choose. That's great. And have you taken any visits anywhere on any virtual visits? Yeah, I've taken virtual visits with everybody inside my top 11. Every every one of them I had some sort of virtual visit with, even multiple for some of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm really intrigued with these Zoom-style visits. Did they actually take you around the school with their phone or computer? Yeah, sometimes they, they have <laughs> like a, a graduate assistant walk around the facilities with their phone and their camera on showing you. Or sometimes there's like pre-made videos and photos of 
their weight room and their field and where they eat. So it's, it's a little bit of both, just depends. With you cutting down your list to a top 11 and they really see you as a focal part of the team, what do you really want those colleges to know about you? That to whichever college I choose, that they're going to get a dog and they're going to get a hard work. I'm going to go there and I'm going to bust my tail off to be the best I can be. You're going to bust your tail off for one of these colleges, and I know that's what they're looking for. What are your goals for playing at one of these colleges? My goals? I, I, I do want to be a freshman All-American. That, that, that's the goal when I first get in there, to, to get in there and stun the world, and only up from there mm-hmm. to eventually getting drafted and just going to the league. Mm-hmm. And do you know what you want to study in college? I'm either going to be a sports medicine major or a sports business major. Okay, and do you think academics will be a big part in your commitment decision? Because many of these players seek to have academics as their main part in their decision. Absolutely. My mother instilled in me since a young age that you are a student before you're an athlete. So that, that, that's been ingrained in me. So, of course, academics, somewhere I could get a degree that matters and could get me somewhere in life matters to me. Mm-hmm. And it is a big part in your commitment decision. Is it hard balancing academics as well as football at the same time? Uh, I feel like for every like, every, like the first of the grade, so like ninth grade, ninth grade, it was a real adjustment balancing both football and like academics. Because of course, you're just starting high school, and the class, the classes are different. You don't know anybody, so it's a little hard. I'll say probably a freshman year. But after that, you get used to it. And these are some other questions I like to ask. During this pandemic, how have you been keeping yourself in the best physical shape? I actually go with a physical trainer at TNDO Gym called Giovanni Ruffin. He's one of the best trainers in the seven-five-seven, and I wouldn't want to go nowhere else. He pushes me to be my absolute best. So you have a personal trainer. Where have you been lifting weights? Do you have a gym or does he have a gym? Yeah, I've been lifting weights. He owns a gym called Take No Days Off Gym uh, down here in Virginia Beach. So I just go there and and lift weights, get training sessions, work on agility, everything. Besides the physical aspect of things, making yourself the better player, how have you been having fun keeping yourself entertained? Do you play any video games? Yeah, I hop on the six sometimes. <laughs> probably play some 2K, maybe some Madden, maybe some Call of Duty, but I'm not too big into it. But I'll hop on every cage and hop on with my boys. Just have some fun. All right. You, you got to hook me up on that gamer tag. We we could play sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and and there's no competition right now. How have you been keeping a competitive edge without the competition? Just being pushed by my trainer. Uh, we, we we also be able to have group sessions uh, limited to ten, uh, below 10 people. So, we kind of like push each other, me and everybody else we that we work with at the gym. We kind of push each other because there are no real football-type related things and no games, no real practices. Yeah. So we, we, we just try to get competitive in every way possible so you can lift the most, we could run the fastest. <laughs> you said you had some favorite players. If you could play with or against anyone, who would it be? Ooh. Uh, th- th- this may be weird, but I like to play against my pops. You know, he mm-hmm. like inside his prime, me inside my prime, inside his prime. 
let's see who wins so he can finally stop talking trash, you know? I can finally <laughs> put it all to rest. Yeah, and of course you want to play your dad. Everybody wants to beat their dad. And getting on to one of my favorite questions, what's the funniest thing that has happened to you on the field? Ooh, funniest thing that's happened to me on the field? Oh, uh... Okay, so it, it was a playoff game this previous season. It was a wet, rainy, muddy game, and uh-huh. and I was like, I like one of our players was running down the sideline. I was on offense and offense, and he was running down the sideline on like an outside sweep, and the coach was running behind <laughs> him, all happy, and he slipped and fell, he busted. We, oh my gosh, I remember it. It was so funny. Like it was one of those comical, like banana peel slip feet go feet go, go above your head. Oh man, that was funny. We all busted up. I remember I stopped blocking. I even stopped blocking my man. I was laughing so hard. And it's one of those cartoon slips, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And you said earlier that NFL was really your is your dream right now. If football wasn't your dream, what would you want to be doing? I could see myself either being a physical trainer or doing like doing something with animals, like like being like uh, a veterinarian. Because I've always, ever since I was young, I've always loved animals. What's your favorite animal? <laughs> my favorite animal. I, I love lions. Even though I'm a Leo, that's my zodiac. So I'm in love with lions. Okay. And for my last question, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? I see myself inside the league or at least have a job to like provide for my family just just wherever i like the dream the dream for me is league and then being getting out the league investing my money having a stable home for me and my family to live in and have money for my generations and their generations well marquise thank you again for coming on the show and i wish you the best luck with your commitment decision and of course throughout your football journey good luck Thank you, thank you. Another big thanks to Marquise for coming on the show, and a special thanks to Sportionary Fam for listening in. Don't forget to subscribe and download the Sportionary Podcast, and Iron Savala will be signing out. New episode on Tuesday.